not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture, movies and TV shows. My name is Sam and with me is my working from home, recording from home, is he going home? Is he staying at home? Is he far from home? Is he coming home? Does he have any way home? It's Chris. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) How are you doing, Sam, mate? I'm doing very, very well, mate. Thank you very much. I, that was an experience to live through that. I guess you can kind of figure out what we're talking about this week based off that uh, little, uh, little stinger there Maybe. at the beginning. So, if yeah. you hadn't guessed the word home is related to it in some way anyway. Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, Spider-Man wasn't in there at all, but uh, you shoot some webs oh, now and then, now. don't you? Don't you shoot some webs every now and then? And... <laughs> shoot your goomer, dude. Shoot me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, I can imagine it's like me like pointing at you, pointing at me. <laughs> Who's the you? whose intro me? is it this me, week? <laughs> me, you, you, me, me, you. Whose intro is it? And it's the two Spider-Man pointing at each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. That's literally it. It's your time. intro. No, it's your intro. No, it's yours. And then there's a third Spider-Man that comes in, and it's like, no, it's both of your. Whoa. Anyway, <laughs> Spider-Man three has a title, and we're going to talk about that. And so you've got another little idea of um, what we're going to be doing. Uh, a little idea at the end, don't you, in regards to yeah, sequels and stuff? Sounds just fun. Just a little. But uh, before we get into our regular scheduled programming that we do every single week, <laughs> uh, we normally talk a little bit about what we've been watching. Have you been watching very much, Chris? Um, to be honest, no. <laughs> because okay. it's been a big game uh, week for gaming, I think. It has been a big week for gaming. Uh, we were smashing out Black Ops, uh, the CDLs going on, so I've been watching that because I'm a big fan of esports. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I thought there was something else to do with gaming that I was thinking of. I can't remember. It's mostly just. <laughs> it's mostly There's been just a lot of uh, Call of Nintendo Duty. stuff announced. There has been like a fair bit of Nintendo stuff. That's the Not the stuff that we wanted. A remaster. Stuff. Apparently, um, yeah, there is one remaster, and there is a Pokemon event tomorrow as of recording this. So there is also cool. a PlayStation State of Play event happening tonight, I believe. There is, um, but really, in terms of watching stuff, keeping up to date with One Division, uh, I've watched a lot of The Office with the misses. Nice. Uh, I think I can still hear her watching it downstairs at the moment. Um, yeah, you hear the. I can't not groove whenever I hear that. It's I've got special... a thing for like TV intros at the moment. Mm. It has a special <laughs> I've been place in our hearts. A lot of anime, yeah. so <laughs> intros are all about it right now. Well, that's something you've been watching. What anime have you been watching? Um, yeah, I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, uh, um, straight over my head. <laughs> okay, let me elevate a pitch this to you. Um, teenage boy swallows a cursed object and has the soul of the most cursed demon in the world inside of his body and he teams up with all other jujitsu like cursed uh, uh, kung fu fighters um to basically protect tokyo from cursed creatures but he's now on a quest to swallow all 20 fingers because this demon was forearmed so there's 20 fingers okay 20 fingers of this demon um and then kill himself <laughs> oh wow 
to save the world from like the ultimate bad. But it's pretty damn cool. The visuals are cool. It's a little bit horror esque in points. Uh, definitely a load of like David Cronenberg body horror in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's rad, and the music to it's rad. So yeah, cool. Um, that's pretty much it. What have you been watching, Sam? Uh, been carrying on with Vikings, working my way through that. I've yeah, not watched yeah. Snowpiercer this week, and we need to watch that. Uh, keeping on top of it, other than that, WandaVision. Um, I watched a little bit of um, of what my girlfriend was watching, and she's been watching, is it called The Cable Girls? It's like a, a money heist kind of thing on Netflix, where it's um, it's like overdubbed from Spanish or Italian. I've never heard of it. Um, it's about a time in the... Well, this is like me watching like the season finale of the first season. And uh, trying to understand what the show is actually about, <laughs> uh, but it is Great kind place of to jump in. It stemmed around the whole like the first telephone call and the people that work physically, like you know when the um, in the switchboard operators, yeah, the switchboard operators, and just a whole load of drama that happens around that, basically. Okay, which drama. is cool. Uh, and other than that, again, not very much really. Um, just yeah, keeping up with a couple of shows. Like I said, not really much. I mean, I checked out uh, Star Disney Star that launched this week. I so, did see what was on there. Yeah, had a little look, but nothing that was kind of gripping me to uh, delve into some anything. Good, some good films on there and stuff like that. Um, they've got a couple original series out at the moment, but there's not really anything that's grabbing me by the attention. By the attention. Grabbing my attention. Um, Yeah, I think the problem is, is like when you've got, when, like me and you, when we've got like a TV show that we're keeping up with at the minute, it's like hard to really kind of divulge against anything else because you're trying to like blitz that, especially like something like Vikings, which is like, like, uh, like six seasons deep or whatever at the minute. Yeah, and they're all hour long episodes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I find I've only got enough time for like, one like concurrently running series like WandaVision and then like binging one show at the same time like like I'm watching The Office at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're working from home and stuff like that and you're just sort of like in a weird flow. It's like, right, okay, I'm working, I'm having dinner and it's like either you got something else to do or you just like, oh, just put on an easy TV show to watch for a couple hours. You don't have time to dive into a movie every night. No, that's it. And sometimes when you work from home, it's like you think, oh, yeah, I'll put something on in the background, and then you realise that you don't actually end up really watching it. It's like when I was watching Vikings when I was uh, working over the last few weeks. It's like I had to keep pausing it. And I think that's probably because of, like there's quite a bit subtitled in it. And then mm-hmm. like having to like stop and then carry on and then go back and then it's like... Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's stopped me from watching quite a few things at the moment while I'm working because I, yeah. I kind of want to pay attention to them. I signed up to audiobooks, so I'm going to start uh, listening to some audiobooks, which is going to be fun. Mm. No, uh, not a sponsor, but not a sponsor. You know. I didn't, I didn't say the brand, but uh, nope. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It, just before people think we're about to go into an ad roll, <laughs> um, but what we are about to go into is some of the news from this week. We are about to go into some of the news. Um, I'm going to pull up some of the earliest stuff that. We might have forgotten about which are in the group chats. I've got a couple of bits that I can uh, start off. So there's been a little bit of a casting rumour for um, the Ahsoka TV series. Um, Mena Masood, uh, who played Aladdin in Aladdin, um, is rumoured to be a frontrunner to play Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka. 
I can definitely see it. Yeah. I can definitely see it. Yeah. Um, Plus, he's already been in a Disney it... property, so it makes sense yeah. that it would work with him again and put him in another another property of theirs. Yeah, keep him in the family if they like their actors. The one thing, I don't know if he could necessarily keep up with Rosario Dawson at the moment, because I've not seen him in enough stuff. Because mm. um, I feel like he very much got overshadowed by uh, Will Smith in Aladdin. Yeah. But, um, yeah, could potentially be good casting. I, I don't know what else he's been in for me to check him out. Maybe I'll go onto his IMDb at some point and figure out what he's been in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of casting, though, Supergirl for the Flash film has been cast. Ooh, I did see this for the so, uh, the Andy Machete's uh, Flash movie, the Flashpoint movie that we're going to be getting. Yeah, it's Sasha Corley. Um, I don't recognize her from anything. Let's do a well, Google. You do, you do your Google. What, what? <laughs> you should do your Googles before the show, Chris. You should do them all before well, the I'm show. Well, I'm going back in time to try and find this old news so that we're up to date. Okay, I've got her up. Uh, known for The Flash. She's not been in that yet. <laughs> That's her number one thing on her IMDb. I mean, uh, okay. she's certainly known for it. So. <laughs> okay, she's been in short films and she's just been on the TV show The Young and the Restless for the last couple of years. Okay, great. So she's not been in very much. But nope. considering she's just walking in and playing uh, Supergirl, that's a pretty big uh, big step up, to be fair, isn't it? Uh, the Young and the Restless has a 5 out of 10 on IMDb. Very good. Uh, <laughs> or, or some would say not very good, but there you go. No, that's but, uh, I mean pull pull obscure up and coming actors by all means. So for uh, yeah. a kind of multiverse thing as well, you know. I mean, I like that yeah. we're getting Supergirl in there as well because we we've had teasers of Supergirl since Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good that they're finally bringing her into it. I don't know what size her role will be or anything like that, but. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'll Maybe she's screen tested really well with like maybe Henry Cavill or someone. Well, the thing is, is that Supergirl's been successful on the TV shows, right? So yeah. if you've seen that she's been successful on TV, then why wouldn't you then move her into the films? So it seems cool. And you obviously yeah. play someone that's, um, you know, different, not heard of before, fresh face, you know, to then maybe pull them into doing their own properties later on. Yeah. This may be where it, was... it could... Uh, the Flash could set up a lot of spin-offs in a, in a new direction for the DC films, so... Definitely. Especially because um, they know nice people... I say, you mentioned the TV show as well, so... Yeah. Uh, Melissa Benoist, I think you pronounce her surname, who mm. plays Supergirl on this show, uh, came out straight away with support, just there, like, yeah, can't wait to see what you're doing with the role, good luck, if you need anything, give us a shout, anything like that. Whereas a lot of people were... Again, as always, a little bit miffed that it wasn't the actor that they've seen on TV playing him in the films, but they got over it with Ezra Miller. They'll get over it with anybody else. It's like, a multiverse, people. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, the, at this point, we've all established that the films are very much different to the TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think because a few people were being vocal, uh, Melissa came out and put out the statement just there, like, I'm so glad she's a great actress, um, blah, 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 blah. So that was nice to see. Good on her. And uh, 
while we're talking about DC really quick, you can't talk about DC and not mention the Snyder Cut at least once per week. We got uh, a couple of new images. Four more years. Yeah, another couple of black and white images. One of the Joker with the crown of thorns, which we think, me and you believe, might just be like a screen test image because there's that one of uh, Ray Fisher as Cyborg and there's a well, couple he's of... just wearing his mocap suit with a light on his eye yeah and then you've got um a couple of like bat bat fleck and stuff like yeah, that so i think that one might be more he may actually wear it he might have like gone insane in this like nightmare realm and he might see himself as like a a messiah type mm-hmm. like he's always had a bit of a complex hasn't he so a messiah complex is a logical conclusion for one version of the joker we've seen it happen in the multiverse before um there was a story where um, what was it called? Joker King of something, but it was a Superman story in which, in which Joker got the powers of Mr. Mixapidlick okay. or Mr. Spicklick, however you like to pronounce <laughs> it. It's it's mostly X's and Y's. Um, and he basically starts warping the multiverse with the Joker as its ruler and he just keeps killing Batman and Superman on repeat. So it's not out of character for him to have a god complex. Yeah, literally. Literally, kind of. Um, yeah. Uh, also, if you want to speak about Henry Cavill real quick. He, um, are you talking about the photo that he posted from the yes. clearly the filming of The Witcher, but everyone thinks could be a Man of Steel thing? Oh, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> it is the same photo, right? But, okay. So he's he got said the gray he was, hair. It, I, I, I'm yeah. putting my money on it. It's almost definitely got to be the Witcher. I think so. But he said he was like it was like a sneak preview of an upcoming secret project. Like, and he's holding a script in his hand, and like I couldn't make anything out. I was trying to read it, but now that people have like pulled certain words out, when you look, you can see them very clearly. Like the first word is definitely Cerberus. And also, you might get excited by the next couple, Reaper and Geth. Oh, People what? are thinking that he might have the script for the upcoming Mass Effect project that <laughs> has been in development hell for years. <laughs> They're going to shave his head off and make him Commander Shepard. But I think, I think, like you said, maybe he was on set for The Witcher. No, I know that, but like, but he's got the script because he he says hump day secret secret project question mark. Uh, I've or just a handful of paper with random words on it. Guess you'll have to wait to see. Oh right, I never actually read it. I just I just thought that's what people were talking about, and they were like, "Oh, what does this new look mean?" And then now that I'm looking at the photo. You can see Cerberus. I don't know yeah. where the seeing Reaper. Maybe, maybe Reaper there, is you know the one down. word that's jotting out by itself. Yeah, on the right hand side. Yeah, and then underneath it, two lines lower yeah. is Geth. Could be Sith. Could be Sith. Um, <laughs> you're hoping he's in a Star Wars project. <laughs> also, people are saying that you can see uh, Talizora. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. On the third yeah, line, yeah. yeah. It's uh, capital, so yeah. Um, it's not uncommon for actors to, if they're about to audition for another role or something, they'll be reading the script on the set of whatever they're working on at the time, like getting ready, or even if they're filming two projects at the same time. It's not really not uncommon. So I think 
he's not actively working on uh, a Mass Effect show right now. I think we know production for The Witcher has just started again, so he's definitely shooting The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. But is he reading the script for Mass Effect? Well, you better hope. I think those, he would be uh, a great. He would be a great choice you to carry hope. a Mass Effect movie. We all know how likely hairdressers are on movie sets to leak stuff so we better hope that those hairdressers <laughs> well, in that photo are keeping themselves yeah they'll themselves. have a tracksuit top with japanese from mass effect 3 <laughs> andromeda on the arm. <laughs> um, um, while we're on the still on the topic of dc um just a couple of really quick fire bits um zach snyder isn't actually getting paid for the extra work that he's putting into the uh snyder cut for just oh, wow. League. Um, he said, I didn't want to be holding to anyone and it allowed me to keep my negotiating powers with these people pretty strong. Uh, and then the other thing that's uh, been on the grapevine is DC Comics Blue Beetle getting a movie from uh, Helmer Angel Manuel Soto. You did a lot better than I would have done with that name. Yeah, um, this was kind of out of nowhere. Um, we, I think we're going for the younger Blue Beetle, not the Ted Korg Blue Beetle. Yeah. Um, I think we had some potential casting as well, but we're not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that would be cool. That would be out of left field. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a safe choice for them or whether they just want to throw a load of things at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, I mean, it's obscure um, enough, isn't it? It's like um, yeah. he's an obscure enough character you just got I think hope someone was does. saying that they were going to cast someone latin american in the role as well so if it's for something like that then i could see why maybe they would go for this property because you don't have a load of latin american characters well i think yeah it's meant to be jamie reese i think it said focusing on jamie reese so it is definitely the younger blue beetle well that'd be cool that'd be cool um yeah, uh, other than that, I've only got a couple of other little bits. So we've got um, release dates for, and I think these were already kind of confirmed anyway, but some pretty solid UK release dates for Loki, um, June 11th, and mm-hmm. then Star Wars The Bad Batch is coming out on May the 4th, which is cool. I mean, you could have predicted that one, couldn't you? <laughs> you certainly could have. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 and other Paramount movies to stream on Paramount Plus 45 days after theatres. Because we needed another streaming service. Thank you, Paramount. Yeah, especially, like, I had a message, and we spoke about this last time, but I've got an email from Netflix saying that the price is going up again, and I was like, oh, God. Right. Yeah. I actually lowered my... Netflix one, so I don't have 4K Netflix anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm tempted. I'm really tempted to. Because I don't have a 4K TV here. It was when I was back living with me folks and my granddad has a 4K TV and stuff. So I was like, ah, I'll splash out for you guys. <laughs> yeah, my problem is is that like that many people use my bloody Netflix that two screens at a time just doesn't work, I don't think. but uh... I can just about get away with it. Yeah, I think I might actually downgrade mine and just let people live with it, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Chris? Like, go there's that many streaming basic, services you've got. I'm going to go down to a bloody basic package and I'll be the, the only person that it. watches it. <laughs> you want to talk death. about struggling with streaming services? Apparently, when WandaVision Episode 7 dropped, that 
Disney Plus suffered outages in lots uh, lots of parts of the world as it's... users were rushing to stream the latest WandaVision episode. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. <laughs> That's the right, most um... British thing I think I've said on the podcast. <laughs> in a reaction. Bloody hell. <laughs> bloody Nora. Bloody Nora. Who's um... Nora and why she's so bloody? <laughs> We've got a little bit of casting as well from the beginning of the week. Uh, Jesse Plebens is going to have the lead role in Martin Scorsese's next film. Oh. So this is the Killers of the Flower, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Jesse Plebens will lead the Martin Scorsese film next. Uh, Martin Scorsese's next film with Leonardo DiCaprio, Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro as the supporting cast. I love Jesse Plebens. He's such a good actor. He is, and he was in The Irishman as well, so he knows Scorsese and he knows his um, shooting techniques and stuff. Mm. Um, I think he can definitely carry a project like this. It's interesting to see that Leo and Robert De Niro will be his supporting actors. Um, like This is like a major step up for him. Like He did... He did um, Breaking Bad, obviously, Fargo. and then he had like roles on Fargo... Um, he was in Black Mirror again. Yeah, Black um, Mask. Well, he's been alongside um, Johnny Depp in Black Mask. Yeah. So, like, he he was doing like a few like TV shows, supporting roles and stuff, and then he just started to like build up and build up, build up. Didn't he? Like, he like I said he did Black Mirror, and that got him a lot because he basically carried that episode. He was um, in uh, Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks, American Made with Tom Cruise. So he's kind of. He's kind of rubbed shoulders a lot with with big actors. Yeah. He was in Vice well, as well, so yeah. So he, he was playing like very minor roles in these character in these films, but that's what I'm saying. Like he just slowly built up and built up and built up until like the Irishman. He he had not a major role in it, but he was prevalent in it. Um, which I, I'm pretty sure he played um, Al Pacino's son in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else is so also very he's done interesting the work. about Jesse Plements? Well, what's that? His partner is Kirsten Dunst. Is it? Yeah. I didn't he, know. I didn't better known she was as her role for Mary Jane Watson in uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. Yeah, I did not realise that they were together. Mm. Which is a very relevant little tie-in, I'd say. It, it is. And it's funny because I just scrolled past the picture of Kirsten Dunst from Spider-Man 1. There you go. Um, got anything else to uh, touch upon before we move on? Uh, yeah, we've got some other bitter Roonies. So Marvel have now got back the rights for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. So we could see a potential revival of the Defenders in some form or another or continuations or maybe shifting up the characters or at least being able to use them in other properties. And we also had... A statement after they got the rights back, somebody uh, kind of did like a slam piece on the Netflix MCU shows, um, saying that they weren't nearly as successful as the Disney Plus properties, um, and they didn't think the characters were worth much. And Kevin Feige has defended them. Um, he said, "I think there are legions of Daredevil fans and Jessica Jones fans and Luke Cage fans. There's a very big fan base for those shows." Mm. So. He definitely still sees value in these characters. I think, to be honest, the casting was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Jessica Jones season one was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daredevil was incredible. Um, Charlie Cox is a fantastic actor. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the actor that played Luke Cage. I'm spacing right now. Um, well, we were actually talking about this the other day that Dave, like David Tennant, was a really good villain, and Jessica Jones that kind so of followed good. through as well. And they were, they were quite gripping. Obviously, the Punisher was really good. The whole Netflix stuff, like the little Netflix MCU universe that they were doing, was uh, mm-hmm. was was good. It's just a shame that obviously they wanted to then have Marvel on its own streaming service rather than owned yeah. by someone else. So uh, it was Mike Coulter who played Luke Cage. There you go. Um, Filled the gap for you I, then. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> um, it might make things a little bit confusing if they 100% like, oh, this is canon, and they bring them back and stuck as, like, you got Mahershal Ali and uh, played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage and stuff, but I don't know, they could maybe multiverse the shit out of it or something, or just bring back the characters again and be like, it's sort of like a soft reboot for them almost. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're getting Charlie Cox Daredevil in Spider-Man, which the rumours are. Yeah, which um, they're currently hiring, uh, sorry, hiring, they're currently casting for a court scene for Spider-Man. Mm. And we've heard rumours that they wanted to do something with um, John Bernthal as the Punisher again, haven't we? Mm. So I reckon we could see a return of these characters and I would very not be opposed to it. Even um, Iron Fist, like the casting wasn't bad. It was just whoever they put in charge of shooting those fight scenes. Do you reckon Doctor Strange will like end game it a little bit and they will like he'll like Portals travel everywhere. through the multiverse and he'll go to like different scenes so like he'll maybe like pop up and see the hallway fight happening in Daredevil and then maybe like <laughs> like pop up every now and then to like iconic moments as he's like he pops up just as uh, Kilgrave is making Jessica Jones kill Luke Cage's wife (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right Uh, and uh, we've had a a very small handful of trailers as well uh, this week uh, there's one more bit of big news that I want to cover first before we get on to trailers and then the final subject real quick because this is a big one Avatar Studios has been launched as a subdivision of Nickelodeon. So, is Avatar, that, The Last is, Airbender. Oh, that kind. Not James Cameron's Avatar. Not, not James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> the better Avatar. Okay. <laughs> Avatar, The Last Airbender. So, this started 19 years ago. Holy. Well, that, they started working on it 19 years ago, they said in the thing. I think the series came out in 2005? So just what does this uh, anyway. what does this mean then? What does this mean for so, Avatar? As in the uh, the animation. The so series. they have announced that they are creating a wider expanded universe for the Avatar series. They're going to be making new animated series. Their first project is an animated film um, based on the same universe, but it basically means that they're bringing it all under one roof. They can do stuff with. They've been releasing comic books since like two thousand nine. Um, as well so they can bring all these stories to life and everything is all under one roof and they have full creative control because the issue that we've had is nickelodeon have been like easy to like rent out the the um the ip and stuff like we had the terrible m night Shyamalan movie which the creators had such creative differences that they left the project and they weren't happy with it even before it came out and then Obviously, we all know the response to that. And now Netflix are doing a series of it and the creators have left that as well due to creative differences. It's like they have a vision and obviously they know 
this story and this universe better than anyone and everyone's just trying to have too many fingers in the pie and it's just not being what they want and what the fans want so uh we are yet to see what the netflix property is going to be like but they've got their own studio they have been hiring up some of the biggest like names in uh tv animation and stuff like that so hopefully at least a good stuff um they said there's definitely going to be at least like two series in the next couple of years and an animated film cool sounds good i'm super excited because i'm a massive fan of these um Sweet, and it it could sort of relaunch the Nickelodeon film brand because other than SpongeBob, I don't recall any Nickelodeon films. But they did some really good films when we were kids. Would you ever go and see a Keenan and Kel movie? Um, are we recasting Keenan and Kel? Are we getting the original guys back to do it again? <laughs> get the original. You'd have to get the original uh, yeah. guys back. Yeah. Well, I watch Keenan on SNL and stuff like that, and he's doing loads of films. So, yeah, I would yeah. definitely watch a Keenan and Kel movie. Imagine a reunion. <laughs> That'd be Keenan a... and Kel's sister sister crossover movie. It, Bring it, it back. It'd be a beautiful moment, beautiful time. Yep. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Trailers? Gonna, yeah, we'll talk about the two. Well, one, one bigger trailer than the other trailer, maybe. I don't know. Uh, one's a bit of a teaser trailer. Uh, we've yeah. got a first look at, uh, well, a first trailer for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, uh, the most, <laughs> the most <laughs> Zack Snyder film I think I've seen a trailer for. More, more Zack Snyder than bloody. I heard somebody just describe his filmmaking style the other day as you can just screenshot it at any point and have a desktop wallpaper. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That is very much Zack Snyder's thing. Like, this film looks amazing. We didn't get any information. Like, none of the shots even lasted long enough for us to see a character's face clearly. Um, Apart from Dave Batista's. Except for Dave Batista's. We saw that, like, twice. Like, that shot of him running across, like, um, crap sables and stuff, just rinsing zombies. Yeah. I was all about. Um, yeah, so from what I know about this, this is a load of mercenaries during a zombie apocalypse are breaking into vaults in uh, Las Vegas to obviously steal money, hoping that when the world goes back to normal, they'll be rich as fuck. Yeah, a zombie heist film is a really interesting premise, to be fair. Yeah. Like, what a weird thing to be going after money in a world where it doesn't really matter. But it does just say a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. So you'd maybe... You'd maybe assume that it's contained. Maybe not the rest of it, yeah. Yeah, and maybe these people are going in to then get rich as fuck uh, in the world outside of Las Vegas. But stylistically, it looks very, very cool. Um, At the beginning, you sort of see people riding on horses, like in the the bottom of the shot. But yeah, yeah, just... You know what? This actually looks pretty good, to be fair. I think it's going to be... coming from someone who doesn't like horror films and zombie films. Yeah, I think it's going to look... It looks more action-y, right, than horror. Yeah. So... It'll probably be a good blend between the two. You know it's going to be spectacle. Um, You know it's going to be a spectacle when you see uh, fighter jets dropping bombs through the street. (laughs) Yeah. We did see, like, the outbreak happening. We saw, like, people getting infected in casinos and stuff. So it looks like... Yeah, maybe the rest of the world isn't infected yet. I yeah. want to know. So that helicopter is doing a stall off the side of a bloody skyscraper. 
Right. And everyone, like, I don't know if it's just they haven't finished rendering that shot or anything, but everyone stood on the helicopter. It's just stood there normally. They would have to cling on for dear lives because it's falling sideways. They'll be falling out of that helicopter. <laughs> and I was I was watching it and, like, I wanted to see the character's reaction to it, and I was like, huh. Yeah, they maybe huh. would have needed a little bit of a... Uh... A reaction shot there, but I didn't yeah. know. I, it was something that I didn't even notice until uh, you pointed it out. So. <laughs> yeah, it was something that I noticed. I was like, "Hmm, that seems weird." <laughs> yeah, it just looks balls also, to the wall, doesn't it? it yeah, just looks it, like it's yeah. just going to be a fun, cool-looking. I like the kind of. It's a bit of a Suicide Squaddy vibe, to be honest <laughs> with you. Are you From, saying there's some kind of Suicide Squad? Some kind of <laughs> Army of the Dead. <laughs> 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 I hope that line's in there somewhere. Yeah. I just want to see Dave Batista with his massive arms, like get a zombie's head like between his bicep and his pecs and just crush it <laughs> by flexing. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just flex it, flex it to Do death. we think he's gonna make it out alive or are we gonna have like an epic standoff of like the rest of his team against a zombie Dave Batista at the end? Oh that'd be that'd be hilarious. <laughs> like a self-conscious zombie Dave Batista, that'd be amazing. So I uh, just got a dead quick synopsis that kind of uh, solidifies what we were saying. So following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist. Yeah, so it's uh, Las Vegas is a quarantine zone. So it's kept, yeah, yeah it's not the world's gone to okay. shit kind of vibe. Um, yeah, uh, the other trailer we got. Have you for- seen him? Um- Sorry, real quick. Have you seen Zack Snyder's Day of the Dead from like 2004? Uh, maybe have. Yeah, it was, if I have, it's been a while ago. I think that's that's the one where the little girl gets infected and she goes into the parents' room and like that shot from the trailer scarred me as a kid. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> like I'm... I remember that film. Like looked visually stunning and like like there's a shot of like a car like as um, Top down from a helicopter is like gas stations are exploding and shit like that, and there's just hordes of zombies and this car's like driving through everything, which was like it looks spectacularly great, but it did kind of ruin all of the meanings behind the original Day of the Dead film. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this one either just sticks to action and doesn't try to have some deep message to it, or if it does, it actually lands that message instead of just being a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. Cool. Uh, second trailer we got is for Luca. Yes. Um, this is set in the Italian. Oh, uh, I think it's the south of Italy on the coast. Oh, it's stunning. You got two young boys uh, on an adventure, the best summer of their lives, and when they dive into the sea, they realise that they are merfolk. Huh? That's a twist. Um. They look very much like the Tritons from D&D lore, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, f- furiously Googling right now. <laughs> um, we also got the cast in. So we got Jacob Tremblay is playing Luca, the titular character Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Room, Wonder, The Predator... He just doesn't seem to age at all. I think I feel like he's been the same age forever. How old is he? He's born in two thousand six, so he's fifteen, but he still could get away with possibly playing an eight year old, depending on how they did his hair. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, and then the other casting that I noticed was 
Jack Dylan Grazer is playing Alberto, which I think is the older boy. He was the brother in Shazam. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The kid with the hat and the uh, the one who films him with his suit. Freddie Freeman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know who you yeah. mean. Oh, that's cool. Uh, he was also in it as well. Ah, yes, very cool. Very uh, cool. Yeah, it, it looks like a fun romp. You had a good chuckle at the um, at the dad of the young girlfriend in there. Yeah, um, who has. No eyes, a big brow and a moustache, and his cat also looks the same. <laughs> he is literally the most typically um, intimidating Pixar character yeah. that, they, that they do. So, yeah. I, I said he looks the spitting image of the dad from Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, where they don't want to draw eyes for him, so he's just got a big old mono brow and a big moustache. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, it looks fun. Looks like a fun film. Like I said, I was I kind of confused about the art style of this because of that um, like very, very, very early announcement trailer that we had. Um, yeah, the animatic. Yeah, but now it, it makes a lot more sense. Um, but yeah, no, it looks really fun. I'm excited to see it. A good Pixar yes. film. So, uh, One last little teaser trailer that we had. Uh, Rugrats is coming back in CGI. That's going to premiere on Paramount Plus as well. The Rugrats are back, guys. Rugrats and CGI. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just looks like the normal Rugrats, but in 3D it looks fine. Oh, okay. I don't want to see anybody kicking off about, oh, it, oh, they look horrible in 3D. They look exactly the same. Yeah, it didn't look Chill. like the, uh, the Ed, Ed and Eddie reboot or anything crazy like that. <laughs> <no>. Ooh. Because <laughs> that was... Uh... I forgot that was a thing until you just mentioned it. Yee, rough. <laughs> it looks fine. Um, so the main the main topic of conversation, leading into our jo- jovial end, is we got the announcement of the Spider-Man 3 title, but it didn't happen the way that we thought it was. Yeah, so. how exciting. It's going to be called uh, Homewrecker, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was going to be Home Slice. Oh, no, we're both getting it wrong, Chris. We're both getting it wrong. It's called Phone Home. Oh, yeah, sorry, of course, I forgot. Uh, we uh, E.T. has been cast. He'll be played by Andy Serkis and MoCap. Alongside everybody else on IMDb that's been casted in this film, because uh, if you've got an ID- IMDb account, you are literally in this film. <laughs> you get a role, and you get a role... The guy that shout, oh man, he stole that guy's pizza from Spider-Man 2 has been recast as the guy that shouts, oh man, he stole that guy's pizza. But no, to be honest, it's called No Way Home, which kind of, it kind of alludes to everything that we're all speculating at the moment in terms of, you know, being trapped in the multiverse and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. How does he get there? How does he get trapped in it? Does he stay trapped in it? Or does he get trapped? Does he go to Doctor Strange and it's like... Everyone knows my identity. Have you got that thing that reverses time? Yeah, okay, we need to use it, but this isn't... I don't know, it's all gone wrong. There's multiple Well, he Spider-Mans. doesn't have the thing that reverses time anymore, the Infinity Stone. Oh, yeah, that got blown up. So maybe he's looking at... Oh, wait. At, did it? No, it got it got restored it back got put, to where it should have been. Yeah, where it should have been in the timeline. Doctor strange. But then... So they restored the timeline, so everything happened the same way that it happened, so he gave it to Thanos, but then I feel like the time stone is stuck in a time loop now. Oh, no. 
No, anyway. he, he, he probably, he's probably got it. He's probably got it. <laughs> Do you reckon that's what... Could you imagine if I've just, like, figured it out? <laughs> could you imagine like, if we watch it and then it is literally... Maybe, instead oh, of no. some, like, bullshit, like, oh, we need to make this special thing from another dimension we need to cast a spell from another dimension so everybody forgets who i am maybe it is just like spider-man's like oh yeah you know when we were on that planet in space and you did the thing where you like looped time and you could see the future and you could go back in time could you maybe like go back in time and stop everyone from finding out who i am there's gonna That's be a probably moment. the exact script yeah there's gonna be a moment where he's like sat there and he's like no 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 in typical tom holland that's way. not how it works and he's like sat there and he's like looking at and he's like what do i do what do I, if, if only i could turn back time wait <gasps> <laughs> and then he's gonna to go to dr strange and be like hey do you remember that really old film back to the future or something oh, like that. Yeah, there'll be a Back to the Future reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really like the way that they did this. They're obviously playing on the fact that Tom Holland spoiled the name of Far From Home. Yeah. Um, so that Tom Holland, Zandaya, and... Um, the guy who plays Ned. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm so bad with names today, it, I, bro. It's really <laughs> stupid. I know what his Instagram handle is, but I don't know what his yeah. real name is. It's Jacob uh, uh, Batalon. Yeah, life life is Aloha. Is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could remember his Instagram handle, but I can't remember his actual name. Um, it's like Ryan Reynolds. I always like just think of Varsity Reynolds because that's his Twitter handle. Yeah. Um, on top of this. There's been a couple of little tiny bits of news that's dropped around in and around this uh, reveal. So we've had a couple of images uh, when they shared the fake uh, movie titles. We got a couple of images of the the gang. Um, yeah, I think that's those guys like trying to think of an idea. Like, so we got a photo of him at a computer looking looking very puzzled and like a little bit frustrated maybe that's when the seeing like all the hate towards spider-man online and then no, maybe spider-man's like at... i know just the guy so they go to like a weird place in new york maybe where the sanctum santorum was maybe it's like in a bit of disarray or maybe it's an illusion to the outside world it's in disarray and then they I... go into the basement and they find dr strange or a i think that to photo world or is him looking at his facebook friend requests and he's just like oh my god everyone knows i'm <laughs> spider-man what am i gonna do um yeah it's yeah could be could be anything it's just literally those three photos of them looking very puzzled yeah are shocked yeah um it has the most impressive superhero fight that tom holland has ever seen indeed uh he's been in a couple of films so it must mean so we heard we heard weeks ago but yeah, we heard like one of the action scenes was like the most like out there thing that he's seen, and now we know that it's a fight sequence that he's in. S- surprise, surprise! <laughs> I don't know why it needed the headlines again. It's the same story, mm. but um, yeah, we got the little teaser as well, and we got loads of other potential names that have been crossed out on there, which are pretty funny. Yeah, that was quite funny to be fair. So we thought it was going to be home worlds. I think that was the running theory that it would be, and that has just got boring written next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so that shut all of us up. Yep. <laughs> got work from home, and that's crossed out with please no. There's a lot of code uh, references. Yeah, there is of... homesick. Yeah. Um, homeschooled, zooming home, stay at home. It was a good old laugh. Close to home. A place called a place like home. No place like home. Home alone. Uh, home sweet home. 
can't find home. Uh, webcamming, and then there's one that says it needs home in the title. Yeah, it's a fun little way of unveiling it, and it's very on the yeah. nose as well. So, hopefully... Did you watch the video of how they did that? Of how they did what? The... So that um, that board is from... So they all walk out of the director's office, and he's like, nah, he's giving me a fake name again. Uh, like, what the fuck? Uh is like, oh yeah, it's because you always spoil everything. He's like, I don't spoil everything. You spoil the last film and they walk past a whiteboard with yeah, the yeah. name reveal on. Yeah, because that's the um he 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 held up the script for Far From Home, didn't he, at Comic Con behind the scenes and leaked it out. I feel like that was intentional as well yeah, because I it think... had a full logo as well. I think I thought that was intentional. And that would have been a cool way of revealing the title. I, I always like like inventive ways of revealing the title. It's like when you get a Star Wars film, and normally when they unveil the Star Wars film on like YouTube for the first time on the Lucasfilm account or the, whatever the Star Wars account, it'll sometimes just say Star Wars Episode Nine, and it won't have the title until mm-hmm. you get to the end of the actual trailer. And that's like a nice way of it. And this, I always thought this was a good way. Like you know, to, yeah. I think it's all on purpose, and I just think they're ever running joke. That keeps Tom yeah. Holland in the the new story. And um, yeah. speaking of Tom Holland, this is also actually his last one under contract, isn't it? This is uh, yes. the last film he's got on contracts. So, mm. but he always mm. says he'll be back, and uh, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Also, one little thing that I saw on um, the Facebook groups that we're all part of. Um, so, a lot of people have been saying that you know, on that whiteboard. Mm-hmm. The shape of like the inner circle, like that Spider Man's written in, apparently looks exactly the same as the island of Puerto Rico. Okay, and you see where it says "No Way Home" at the bottom, with an arrow pointing to it. Yeah. So apparently, exactly where that arrow is pointing is where Americans first "quote unquote" discovered Puerto Rico, and like, like that's where they docked and like that's where they entered puerto rico but that was captured by general miles i like this like seems like some like next level jumping through hoops to make this all fit but people are thinking that this is all the way of saying that maybe miles morales will be in this (laughs) no no i mean it may be as part of the multiverse aspect of it but mm, i mean if it is that is the most 200 iq way of secretly revealing that that in the title reveal that's gonna be an absolute (laughs) coincidence there's absolutely no way it is a little bit uncanny though when you see like the shape of it next to puerto rico like on the right hand side where homeschooled is like those two little jutty out bits are on there and everything out but when i saw it i was like this feels like some loops being jumped through here. <laughs> oh, it's like dear. it's like the Charlie Day conspiracy board. <laughs> yeah, literally, like pin, everything pinned up. No one actually it. works here. It's a shell. So you had. Uh, well, we're all very excited for Spider Man. We can't wait for another Marvel film. We still got Black Widow, Eternals, and all that sort of stuff coming out before we get this. Anyway, to look forward to. But you had a little idea for this episode, didn't you? You wanted to throw some uh, sequel ideas at me or something. Uh, yeah, you elaborate so, a little bit before we uh, wrap up. Have a little bit of fun. So 
because we didn't really have a main topic, because nothing too interesting has come out this week. Which <laughs> our main topic turned into Spider-Man No Way Home, so... Yeah. Um, I just thought, as a quick little jokey bit at the end, we could, like, throw a sequel at somebody who, like, at each other, which didn't have, like, a sub-name like No Way Home or Far From Home or something like that, or Age of Ultron throw a sequel at each other and we need to think of what the subtitle would be it could be as stupid as you want or as witty as you want or whatever okay just as a nice little nice little jokey creative thing to do at the end of this so do you want to so, kick us off then with a with an example and i'll uh, i'll try and do my best so the first one that popped to my head which i was surprised didn't have a subtitle because it felt like it would have been primed for one was deadpool 2 Okay. Do you have a name for Deadpool 2? Deadpool 2. Uh <laughs> Deadpool 2. That's the one where that's the one where the uh they have cable, right? That's yep. uh Hmm. What would you call Deadpool 2? Deadpool that's what I'm asking 2. you. I I always feel like Deadpool <laughs> 2 would have like a really cheesy name like Deadpool 2 reloaded or something <laughs> or like something really cheesy and yeah. stupid something something meta like the name broke the fourth wall in itself yeah um or like i i don't know i don't think it'd have anything as like on the nose as like oh cable or what have you or i was thinking like maybe deadpool to the future oh i like it because there's a little bit of time travel but I think Deadpool Reloaded would be a fucking great name for it. <laughs> Deadpool 2, oh, who fucked with the timeline? Nobody yet, because Disney's not owned by... Disney doesn't own Fox yet. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, uh, let me throw one at you then. Doesn't need have... to be comic book related, but that was just the first one to come to my head. Uh, have you watched... Um... Have you watched Kung... Oh, okay, hang on, I've got one. Shrek 2. Shrek 2? Which one was Shrek 2? That's the one where they go to... Um, far, far away, isn't it? And stuff, yeah. and they've got the uh, fairy godmother and Prince Charmers. Um, Shrek 2. Shrek 2, Back in the Habit. <laughs> just take the name from Sister Act 2 because <laughs> they added musical elements towards the end of it back in the habit good god um, Shrek 2 um, the lean green sequel machine the lean green sequel machine <laughs> amazing it doesn't matter what the story is about <laughs> it's just <laughs> or, you, or you could go for like spider-man now it could be like shrek far far away oh yeah oh yeah 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 could be shrek far far away and then the third and then the third shrek could be far 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 away and however <laughs> further away <laughs> shrek for as far away as possible we've had enough of you on the internet what would um, you uh what's your next one we'll do we'll do another couple um okay I'm trying to think of sequels without um, without names to them now. Um, okay, Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two. Oh, I knew you were going to do that one. I wish you'd said. Uh, okay, no, no, no. Spider Man Two, the one before he goes emo. 
<laughs> retroactively like they knew when they were right in the second one that in the third one he was gonna go emo for that like half an hour and do the dancing <laughs> spider-man uh, 2 this one he doesn't dance in spider-man 2 spider under the sea because it's an octopus um spider-man 2 um no i don't know spider-man 8 two spider-man two furious two spider-man <laughs> i'm trying to you, you're just coming up with witty like sequel tropes i'm like trying to think about the story and what happened um okay i'll give you one more and then we'll call it there because this was a fun little thing i couldn't i couldn't think of a way to get doc ock into it i was hoping you would come up with something yeah no um the 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 second um i don't know the a trip to the doctors spider-man 2 trip to the doctors <laughs> an apple a day <laughs> An apple a day keeps the dog away. away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, my, my the last one that I'll give to you is what about Toy Story Two? Um, Toy Story Two. There's in... even more toys in this one. <laughs> is Toy Story Two the one where they meet um, Jesse for the first time? Yeah, Jesse and the prospector. Oh, and. And um, they go to the the shop, the the supermarket, and toy barn. Yeah, oh, the video game was so good. It was. Um, toy Story Two, even more toys. <laughs> no, Toy Story Too Many Toys. Too. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. That that's that's literally the one. You've smashed it. You you've won. You've won. You've won at life, mate. Ah uh, yes. Uh, can we think of another one quickly that we could both do? Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Busting more ghosts. <laughs> this time it's bustier. <laughs> <laughs> the poster is the state of Marshmallow Man with a giant rack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right, that, that's it. We'll leave it at there. Uh, yeah, that's a nice little hour-long episode. That's a good little fun way to end. Nice and tidy. And it won't be an hour if we keep talking about how well we've done with the time of the episode. So we're going to wrap it up. I think the listeners should pitch us some more um, some more sequels that they want us to make names of. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good little... Uh, it was because I was trope. thinking, I was like, I was thinking of the new Spider-Man title and then... The other day I was talking about Speed 2 Cruise Control. I was like, it's such a waste of a good fucking sequel name. It's such a bad film with a great name. Yeah. Switch to second gear. Second so, gear. Yeah. Let us know what you want us to do in maybe the second episode of sequel names that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Get Real Pod. And um, also you can email us at getrealpoduk at gmail.com. Chris, how can people support the pod? Best way to support the podcast is leave us a rate and review wherever you listen to us, whether that's Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to us or follow us on there. Uh, If you go to Podchaser, leave us a rate and review on there, then it will syndicate it to all the other distributors like iHeartRadio and all them. Uh, That's the best way. Um, like statistically anyway but I the best way for us syndication 
Oh, syndication. We'll That's my that favourite word. word to say at the end of every episode. <laughs> um, but the best way to support us, really, is to share us with a friend. Share us on your social medias. Anything that you can do to get our name out there to more people. Find more friends that like us. Um, yeah. That's the best thing to do. When you see us post a story every Monday morning with a new episode, don't forget to just slap that repost button. Let everybody see it on your timeline, on your story. And also, don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Get Real Gaming, where they talk about all the latest gaming news in the world. Like we said, there was... um, What's happening tonight? There's the PlayStation State of Play and the Pokemon Conference tomorrow. So... Mm -hmm. Some big news coming their way. Uh, we had some other news. What was the... Uh, I'm sure there was some other gaming news. I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> there was something else, but they'll go, be talking about all of it. Go check out their podcast. That's what they specialise in. Yeah. This is why we don't do that podcast, because we can't remember what happens in gaming news <laughs> other than season two of Black Ops. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right, okay, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Ta-ta! Get real to... Podcast Boogaloo. <laughs> can we can we start a third podcast? Call that. That'd be brilliant. Yes. We uh, tune in next week for Get Real Two. Back in the habit. Podcast Boogaloo. <laughs> right. Bye now.